So I'm sorry I was a little late to our recording session. I got caught eavesdropping on a conversation between my wife and daughter. Mm -hmm. And my wife was basically explaining to my daughter why um, why we don't fuck with St. Patrick's Day. Oh, really? And yeah. what, did your, what did your wife say? Uh, she was she was really earnest and thoughtful. You know, I wish my daughter had asked me, asked me because I'd have been like, it's unchecked whiteness. Mm, like like that's literally what the whole holiday is, and I don't have time for that shit. Okay. But my but my wife, um, for those of you out there listening, um, I've mentioned this before, but uh, my wife is Korean, mm -hmm. and as such, my kids are also Korean. It's kind of how these things work. Mm -hmm. But my wife explained about how, even though St. Patrick's Day seemed to be inclusive for white people, white people with not even the slightest bit of Irish heritage join in the revelry. Yes. It always made her feel like an outsider. Oh, interesting. Yeah, wow. she said that it made her feel less American because mm. at, at some point... It was a holiday for all white people. It is, and that's what it is. It's, it is the day of white revelry. Like, it's the fucking purge for white people. Mm -hmm. I don't feel safe out in the streets on St. Patrick's Day. It's, I mean... It's worse than SantaCon in New York City. Have you ever been around for that? No, which is I've a bunch of white white people in Santa costumes getting drunk as well. They're real obnoxious. See, one time, I don't remember what happened, but you know, St. Patrick's Day isn't even on my radar, so I don't think about it. Same. And somehow I went out running some sort of errands or I had an appointment on St. Patrick's Day in Boston. Oh, what? Did you get caught in a parade? No, I just got caught out in the throngs of just white day drinking. Yeah, I was just going to say white day drinking. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, um, I used to bartend, so I would have to sometimes work on St. Patty's Day. And let me tell you, amateur hour. It's like New Year's Eve amateur hour it's just just so many drunk people what do you think is the worst example of amateur hour it's got to be mardi gras right probably but i would actually say probably new year's eve just because it's like everyone mardi gras isn't you know not everyone participates new year's eve man just amateur hour Welcome back to Eat the Press, guys. Uh, sorry we missed you the last two weeks. I had a family thing the first week, and then Jason had a family thing the next week, and it just we just couldn't do it. And that's what happens sometimes. And we neglected you, our we real did. family. I, I, you know what? I was thinking when I was setting up, I was like, man, I, I really miss talking to you. Like, you know, back when I lived in New York, we would call each other during the day, like we were running errands. and we Remember when friends would call each other? Yeah, right? We used to do that. We used to call and just chat while we were running errands. And you would be with your kid, and I'd be like, you know, out working or whatever. But, like, we'd stop, kind of stop doing that. But, like, then every week we, we've been talking face-to-face, -face and it's like, I missed that the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I missed you. I'm glad to be back. Good. Awesome. So, uh... Big story. Mm -hmm. I'm sure all of you know, recording this on St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. uh, 
March 17th, which I didn't know was St. Patrick's Day until this morning. But the big story last night is in the Atlanta suburbs, a white man, a 21-year-old white man, allegedly entered not one, not two, but three Asian-owned and operated massage parlors and killed eight people, including six Asian women. Mm-hmm. And from what I read, I I didn't watch the press conference, but I think the cops were saying it wasn't racially motivated. That he's saying it wasn't racially motivated. That's what the 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 uh, murderer is saying. It's like, oh, we're just gonna believe him. Yeah, and the officer said uh, it's just a really bad day for him. Right. Oh my god. The officer who said that also posted pictures of uh, T-shirts on Facebook that said Corona imported from China. And it was spelled C-H-Y hyphen N-A like Trump says it, China. So we know where he stands. Yep. And that makes us t- allows us to touch on a broader subject, a subject that I actually pitched to you for this episode before the shooting incident. Yeah, you did. You did two days ago. And that is the uptick in violence against Asians in the United States. Mm-hmm. Because of, you know, um, the last year of the pandemic and Trump and Republicans politicizing it and calling it the China virus. Yeah, and this, of course, stoked anti-Asian sentiment and hate crimes against Asians for the year 2020. We don't have data for 2020 one yet but saw rises of 150 percent in some cities as much as like 700 percent that's insane and the thing about these hate crimes is most cases don't get reported yes especially i feel like in immigrant communities um there's a hesitancy to report stuff and from what i was reading it the hate crimes range anywhere from slurs or shunning, which, what is, is that just like you go into a business and they shun you? You know, that's happened to me. I didn't know that was a crime. It's a hate crime, apparently. Shunning is a hate crime um, to actual physical violence and attacks. And that's, actually, we'll, we'll touch on that. I don't, I don't okay. want to get ahead of myself here. Okay. Okay. And, and this is a verifiable fact, a verifiable fact. Now, this has come to light and start getting started getting a lot of attention. I would say since like early February, maybe mid February mm-hmm. is when it first came to um my awareness, my consciousness. Mm-hmm. And it started with a lot of um attacks in Chinatowns, Oakland, San Francisco, New York. Mm-hmm. And it gets a little bit confusing because two things are true. There is a verifiable uptick in anti-Asian sentiment, which has led to anti-Asian hate crimes. Mm-hmm. There is also an increase in street crime. Yes, because poverty and um, the circumstances of the last year will put stressors on people and crime will rise. Petty crimes will rise. And I think some of these attacks on Asians, which, you know, like, grocer attacked and purse stolen Mm -hmm. are getting reported in the umbrella attacks on Asians. And I think those are sometimes being conflated with the hate crimes. Now I tried to get statistics on 
who is perpetrating these hate crimes. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the assumption is it's going to be a bunch of, you know, MAGA Trumpists. But that's not always the case. You know, there there's going to be random black guys in the hood who will yell some ethnic slurs at mm -hmm. Asian people. I mean, this shit happens. Right. But I'm seeing a narrative building on social media, especially in Asian spaces. This is before yesterday's uh, shootings where people were counting the attacks by blacks against Asians and saying that that was part of the anti-Asian hate streak. Okay. And I'm sure some of them are, but every mugging is not a hate crime. Right. And I'm seeing people say things like, why were we supporting the Black Lives Matter movement mm. when this is happening? And I've seen right-wingers pushing that angle. Of course they are. Yeah, meanwhile... The division between people of color, black people, immigrants is what white supremacy thrives on. Oh, absolutely. And divide and conquer is a tried and true strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, I talked about this with you the other day. When white people tried time and time again to overturn affirmative action, mm -hmm. it failed and they realized they couldn't. But then they picked up on one very true, verifiable fact. Mm -hmm. That Asian Americans are most often passed over for college admissions when they meet the qualifications. Right. This is an absolute fact. Every top-tier school in the country, from the Ivy League to your Stanford's, Cal's, UCLA's, Washington's, all of these schools would be majority Asian if their, if their admissions criteria was a true meritocracy. Mm -hmm. But what happens is so many seats go to white people who are legacy admissions, who are mm -hmm. children of donors, and as that admission scandal showed us last year, who are quote-unquote recruited athletes mm -hmm. who never actually really played the sports. Right. So Asian Americans understand that they are losing out on seats while they're qualified. And they are looking at race-based admissions and seeing racial advantages being given to blacks and Latinos that are not being given to them. But I would go... Is that is that a lot of it? I don't know that it is. I feel like the people who benefit from affirmative action for the like, I don't have the data for this. This is just a gut feeling I have are mostly white women. I mean, historically, affirmative action. Yes. Right now with uh, with college admissions, not so much. OK, but a lot of schools in their admissions actually do factor race into the criteria. And okay. it, it, they have an algorithm like you'll get extra points if you're black or you get extra points if you're Latino. Mm -hmm. So Asian Americans. So feel, they don't count for affirmative action. Asian they don't. Americans. There are actually a lot of funny you should mention this, like in a lot of fields in the United States, they don't even count as minorities. I mean, we've talked about this before. Middle Easterners, Arabs are they have to qualify themselves as white. And it's like, have you seen Middle Easterners? <laughs> They're not white. My dad is not white. And. It's, I, I have done some reading on it. It's a, it's a census thing. You know, they want to keep resources away right. from certain communities. Right. So if you were Asian and you were in medicine, science, or like breakdancing, you can't get any grants for being a minority. That's crazy to me. I did not know that. 
Yeah, no, no. Asians dominate breakdancing. It's a thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I know that. <laughs> I know that part. <laughs> I've watched YouTube videos and stuff. Okay, I know. I'm I'm up on the YouTube videos of, you know, breakdancing. Here's my offs. racial conspiracy. You know what? All, all these, these TikTok dances, they're all upper body and hand moves. Mm-hmm. They are. You, and that's to, like, so white people can get back in on the dance game because the Asians ah. edged them out with the breakdancing. They did. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I feel like all the dance moves now are not, like, hips and legs and bot it's your body and your torso. It's all, like, hand stuff. I saw a video the other day of, like, this 50-year-old black guy doing some TikTok dances. And not one foot moved, not a foot, not a hip. I thought he was directing traffic. What the fuck is this thing doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, back to the subject at hand. <laughs> That's good. Um. So so yeah, so Asian Americans have launched lawsuits to stop discriminatory admissions practices, and a lot of these lawsuits have been backed and funded by like the Koch brothers. Of course they have. Those motherfuckers have ruined so much shit. Because white supremacy is oppressing Asian Americans and they're using that oppression and pointing to blacks and Latinos getting benefits. And that's mm -hmm. how they're trying to dismantle affirmative action. And I'm starting Boy, to see- Well, that's smart. That's smart. <laughs> that, that's evilly and evilly smart. It's absolutely genius. And I'm I'm worried about a narrative that paints random street attacks by black people and Latinos against Asian merchants, you know, robbery, things mm -hmm. like that, as part of this string of China virus anti-Asian sentiment. Right, that lumps it all together. It lumps it all together to once again drive another wedge between minorities that need to come together in solidarity against violent white supremacy that's killing them all. Yes, I mean, oh man, violent white supremacy is killing the world. Let's be honest. It's killing the world. But like what we're seeing now, we've seen before. You understand this better than anyone as someone of Middle Eastern descent. Mm -hmm. It's yes. after the 9-11 attacks. Mm -hmm. The violence carried out against Middle Easterners, South Asians, North yes. Africans. yes. Anyone who is vaguely swarthy. Uh -huh, swarthy. That's a good way to describe my dad. He's so swarthy. He's the hairiest person I know. <laughs> swear. Swear to God. And yet, so we're seeing that sort of attack now mm -hmm. on Asian Americans. And it's terrifying. It, it is terrorism. Yes, absolutely. I, I feel like there's a hesitancy... And I don't know if it's purposeful in the media, because I think it is purposeful, to never paint these white guys as terrorists or never paint them as um, motivated by race. It's always, oh, you know, they have mental problems. Or, like, one of the things I'm seeing is, like, he said he had a sex addiction, and he, I guess he was killing women who were, I don't know, temptations to him or something i don't know but like it can be it can be both it can be that he's racist with a sex addi addiction hello we live in a society where it's easy for a white man to to admit to murder than racism mm -hmm. he's like yeah i killed him but but i'm not a racist though i know oh, right oh my god <laughs> 
God, they hate to be called a racist. They hate it. And it's I wish like, they hated being racist. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, man, this, this, this is bullshit. I just, I don't know. And like, just to say that it's not racist. Now, if he ran up in one massage parlor and shot it up. Right. Maybe, maybe you can make that argument. But he, he specifically went to businesses owned, well, I don't know who owns them, presumably owned, but mm-hmm. definitely operated by Asian Americans and shot Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. He didn't run into Massage Envy or, you know, Elements Massage mm-hmm. and shoot that shit up. Right. And he... He didn't run into clearly, a strip club. He, exactly. And he clearly Googled these places. Like, he clearly knew that they were run, run or operated by Asians. Side note, I when I lived in New York, I used to always go and get... Rub and No. <laughs> they don't oh, do sorry. rub and tugs for women. I don't know how these things work. We don't have a thing to tug. Um, but I did used to go get my massages at, you know, they're, they're everywhere, the massage parlors. You know, you've, you lived in New York. Mm-hmm. But I, so, like, so affordable. <laughs> like, you know, 40 bucks for 30 minutes, which is not, not bad at all. You ever done reflexology? I'm possibly maybe at massage envy. My wife and I went to do reflexology together because uh, she was a little bit past her due date with uh, our first child, Ugh. and she heard that it in- that helps induce labor. Mm. So did uh, it? No. So what they do first is they dunk your feet into a bucket of boiling water. No, thank you. <laughs> that shit hurt so bad, and then that was just the beginning of the pain. It's like they know where every nerve in the foot is and how to inflict the most pain possible. Oh, that sounds terrible. But did it make her give birth? No, no. What's that shit they use? They had to induce her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Oh, that's a hell of a digression. But yes, yes, they are yeah, even massage places. Yes, and they're, they were. And clearly he targeted four of them. So... Clearly he's a racist. Like, why are we pretending he's not? I also want to say something that, that um, you know, I saw on Twitter, and I think it's a really great point. You know, all these politicians, they do a lot of this. Um, we, we won't stand for this hate here in America or, like, racism here. But at the same time, they're stoking, like, anti-China sentiment um i guess there was a poll just recently that said 60 percent. i feel like 60 60 something percent of americans now feel like china is our biggest enemy and it's like what do you expect when internationally you're um saying that this country is evil but domestically you're saying don't be don't 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 attack people of you know right well. it's the it's the government not the people right but that's not that's not the way they frame it though it's like you can't stoke that kind of hate against another country and then be like but yeah don't do that here and you know it's a little bit disappointing like we don't have trump saying china virus but biden has taken this hard line on china Mm-hmm. I think he felt that he had to to get centrist or whatever the fuck. But 
Who the fuck is a centrist? Like, what the fuck do you believe in if you're a centrist? Get the fuck out of here. Can you imagine having an ideology that's like, yeah, it's just pretty cool now? Yo, there is definitely people I see on Twitter getting made fun of for being like, things are great. It's like, what? What? Like, have you seen things? Yeah, what what fucking rock are you living under? I just, all these people that it's just like a big sigh of relief and now they can stop paying attention. Like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. I mean, I, drugs what? work that way. You do some oh. drugs and stop paying attention. Well, sure. But I don't have time for drugs, dude. Oh, wait, update. I did get some, uh, some, uh, green. Good is for that you. The, is that what the kids call it these days? Um, my neighbor could, I told you this, but he couldn't get, he couldn't get any vapes for us. You love coming on the show and snitching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody knows who my neighbor is. He tried. Listen, he tried to get vapes for us, and I sent them. I sent the picture of it to Jason, and Jason was like, "That shit's bootleg. Do not take it." And I, he was right. It was bootleg. So we just went ahead and just bought regular old stuff from him. No, for sure. Uh, I mean, you don't want some exotic carts that someone cooked up with vitamin E oil they got nope. from GNC. Nope. I That's don't. What... That's what all those vaping deaths were a couple years ago. Yeah. It was all people just using fake vapes. Yeah, making carts in their bathtub or whatever. No, thank you. So the th second thing we wanted to talk about uh, is the old stimmy that just passed. About goddamn time. Jesus fucking Christ. Democrats negotiated with themselves. With Joe Manchin. And with Joe Manchin, and they brought everything down from the 2000 that they ran on to 1400. They brought it from 400 for uh, unemployment down to 300 a week. So, you know, they got some shit done where they negotiated against themselves. Yeah, this uh, apparently they're giving out what they're still pretending is the second half of the the two thousand dollars. But you know what? Trump gave that six hundred dollars. Yeah, that was Trump to everyone, to everyone. And these Democrats. Well, I ain't giving six hundred dollars, but that's neither here nor there. You didn't. No, no, no. Why? Because I'm fucking rich, man. I would get six hundred dollars stimmies. No, but oh, I, well, I qualify for the stimmy. Oh, okay. Well, look at you. I did qualify for it, as did my kids and my husband. Um, yeah, so they did that. Um, and what else did they do? They <clears throat> they extended a 15% increase in food stamps through October 1st. I guess that's a good thing. I would say the most meaningful thing they did was the increase of the child tax credit. Right. Now, you and I have talked about this a little bit, um, and I just wanted to get clarification. They're saying they're going to be sending a check $300 a month to people who have a kid, or two checks if you have two kids, whatever, right? Yeah, a total of 3600 for children, I believe, under the age of four? Six. Is it six? I thought it was five or six. Um, 
Does that mean that when it comes tax time, you don't get that refund? You don't get that deduction. You do get that deduction, but not additionally. So the way it normally works is if you are eligible for the child tax credit, and I'm just throwing out numbers here. Let's say the old one was two thousand dollars. If you're eligible for the child tax credit, but you had, but you owed taxes of four thousand dollars, mm-hmm. then they would offset, and then you would have to pay the two thousand dollar difference. Right. This, even if you owe more taxes, you still get that credit cash in hand. So you get the credit when you do your taxes, and you get a check. Oh, not necessarily. Let's say with the thirty six hundred. Let's say your credit's thirty six hundred and your tax liability was going to be an additional four thousand dollars. Instead of them just get um, you paying six hundred dollars, you will get the thirty six hundred, but you will still have to pay the four thousand dollars that you owe. Okay, that seems really confusing. No, America's taxes are way too confusing and convoluted. And that's mostly because H&R Block lobbies to keep it complicated. Yes, yes they do. Um, <clears throat> other countries, they just say, hey, this is what you owe us. They don't make you check in and be like, I think this is what I owe you. Yeah, you by the way, By the way, everyone, freetaxusa.com, I think is the, one of the only free websites for you to do your taxes for and i'm not i'm not getting paid by them i just that's that's where i do my my taxes it sounds like a scam but it's actually a they have very good software that does your taxes for you i think you have to make under one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to use it for free and go ahead this is a deal for our listeners if you send me your W-2s mm. where I can clearly see your social security number and also give me your date of birth, I'll consider doing your taxes for free. <laughs> do not do that. Do not do that. You can press the gmail.com. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm just saying because, like you said, H&R Block, they lobby to keep everything expensive, to make it so that people have to pay someone to do their taxes for them. You know, they make this all hard for everyone because that's just what capitalism is. So the, the stimulus bill is not what you and I wanted to see. Mm-mm. They capitulated to the ombudsman, so they didn't include anything about um, increasing the minimum wage or mandatory sick leave. or. No. They did do one thing where they I, – I guess they put this in the bill for um, – if they do cancel student debt, it's not. It's going to be you won't be taxed. They the put first, oh, first ten thousand dollars, right? That's for your unemployment benefits. You don't have to pay taxes on the first ten thousand. But they, there's a provision in the bill that got passed that said if they cancel student debt, that it will be tax free. You won't have to be taxed on the debt that is forgiven. Right. Typically, when debt debt is forgiven. That's uh, considered a gift. So you mm-hmm. pay the gift tax on the amount. Right, which is, I think you pay gift tax over 10000 I'm pretty sure that's what it is because I used to have a friend who was really, really rich. And his, his grandparents would give all the grandkids, a lot of grandkids, 10 grand every year. That's because that's the most they could give. That's the most gift. they could give without it being taxed. Imagine, Must be nice. Imagine. 
Um, and that was like, I'm talking like 20 grandkids, like a lot of grandkids. Um, yeah, so they get, they, they passed, they didn't cancel student debt, but they passed the thing that if they will cancel like student OJ's debt. Like OJ's if I did it. <laughs> yeah, if we do it. But yeah, so they also, as we touched upon, they've made the first $10,000 of unemployment non-taxable. 10200 but yes. Means tested to, I believe, $150,000. Yes. If you made more than $150,000, you still pay taxes on your unemployment. Right, right, right. Now, I don't know if they made that based on 2020 salary or 2019. I think it's 2020. Income. Okay. Because that's what you're filing your taxes for. That it's 2020. Um, what else do they do? Oh, I, I, I saw this. They subsidized COBRA, 100% of COBRA, which is, if you don't know, COBRA is the health insurance you can buy from the government if you lose your job. It's like $600 a month. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to pay for that if you, you know, lose your job? COBRA is insane. It's like, I had this job and I was paying $120 a month for health care. Now that I have no fucking income, I get to pay $750 a month for right. like a $500 I mean, deductible? Right. So they subsidized, subsidized COBRA until September 30th. Um, I don't remember the numbers. I use the original Cobra, the old school Cobra. Checking into the hospital with a fake name. <laughs> there you go. That'll do it. Yes, that's John Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name is Cobra. Um, so I saw this on Twitter. They just spent $52 billion to subsidize COBRA for 1.3 million people until September. That's $40,000 per person for less than six months. What if, what if I told you, Amanda, we could just have a universal health care program that included everyone? It's insane. It is insane. So I'm I'm looking at this um, this guy's tweet that I got this from his at axe comrade, guessing he's a communist. And that's okay with me. Um, <clears throat> most countries spend about five to six thousand per person per year for universal health care. So we're spending forty thousand per person for one point three million people just until September. I mean, it is absolutely madness. It's just a transfer of wealth. To the insurance companies. Absolutely. This is what I don't understand about why so many people are against socialized health care. Who is going to, like, implement it except the insurance companies? If you have Medicaid, you get it through an insurance company. The state pays that insurance company. Why is everyone so against this when the state is going to be paying the insurance companies for everyone? Yeah, I remember Pete Buttigieg talking about how insurance companies would go out of business. I was like, Pete, you fucking know better. You know better. They're not. It's a windfall for them. I don't understand this. I don't understand a lot of things. That's why we come on this show, to work through the things we don't understand. I mean, Jason, I've been the last couple of weeks just reading so much stuff because I'm just like, I don't know anything. You are radicalizing. I am. Oh, my God. I am. I think I am. I can't believe. I don't know. I just have. 
just come to this conclusion, but that, man, we have been indoctrinated in this country to think that capitalism plus democracy is the only and best way to do anything. And it's just imperialism and white supremacy. You can't separate them. I mean, not in America, at least. No, you can't. I mean, I I just, I think I, I, I sent this to you where I said, I just, I feel like more people should ask themselves why when socialism or communism comes up organically in a country, say in South America, does the U.S. rush to squash it? We have seen it in so many countries all over the Americas, like countries that like you don't even think of. You know, Jamaica had a socialist government in the 60s. Right. So what does that tell you? Like, it should make you say to yourself, wow, capitalists are really, really scared of socialism. They're framing it as, uh, no, we only want democracy in these places, but that's a fucking lie. And, like, you can totally have a socialist democracy. You can have a communist democracy. Like, you can. Like, that is what the Soviets in the Soviet <clears throat> Union were. They were, like, voting blocks. They'd be like, you know, the laborist so Soviet, the farming Soviet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they were effectively many parties within the party, and there were free and fair elections. I mean, yeah, shit got sort of corrupt, and it didn't all... Like, corruption is not endemic to yes. capitalism i mean to to <laughs> communism it isn't, it, it's endemic to all human endeavors because right. humans that want power have, are most likely corrupt and that doesn't we, mean the system is corrupt and the reason we haven't seen functioning communist governments is because america destroys them yes exactly and so i go why how is it that people don't see that and ask a deeper question why are the capitalists so scared of this? Like, I feel like they don't ask themselves that. Like, they just accept the line of, we just want to spread freedom and democracy. Do you watch Snowfall? We've talked about Snowfall in the past. No, but I'm gonna. It's my next. It's my next one. I've heard it's good. I, most people don't like the subplots with the, uh, the CIA operative who is mm -hmm. smuggling cocaine into the United States. Mm -hmm. But I think... He is somewhat interesting because he is literally doing this because he passionately believes that we should stop communism. Like he has just bought the anti-communist Kool-Aid and that, that makes him a fascinating character for him. Like mm. the, the links that he will go to to protect capitalism when he is not in the capital class, when he's Amazing. utterly disposable. All the people that you see say they are for capitalism are fucking workers. Like, bitch, where's your factory? Yeah, where's your capital? You don't have any capital. <laughs> having a house is not having capital. Sorry, it's not. You have no means of production. Um, did you ever watch the uh, the Americans? No, I've not. I, I, I will eventually watch it. I've heard good things. It, it's good. I watched the first season. I need to rewatch and finish it. But it, man, that show will make you start rooting for the Russians. <laughs> You're like, ooh, I hope they don't get caught. It's they're spies. Um, yeah, I don't want to... Spoilers. Anyways. America's the bad guys. It is. America... God damn it. I cannot... 
wow, it took so long for me. And I don't mean like, I just realized that America is bad. I realized America was bad probably in seventh grade when we attacked Iraq for the first Iraq war. And everyone in my school, teachers and students were like, woohoo. Like it was like bloodlust. And I was just like, this seems bad and weird. Why is everyone happy for this war? And what is this war even about? Anyways, I think it's interesting. I'm, I'm getting there. In American K through 12 education, for the most part, when they do cover the atrocities that happened in America, there's simply things that happened in America. It's never framed as if these are what America did. This is what America was mm-hmm. and is. Evil didn't happen in America. America was the evil. This is why it's so disgusting to see politicians and people on TV and pundits and everyone go, this is not who we are. We are not this racist, like xenophobic, sexist country. And it's like, yeah, we are. That's the foundations. What the hell are you talking about? You can't separate that. Well, that was a fun note to end on. (laughs) I always come back to, we do have toilets that you can flush toilet paper in. And that's like America's crowning achievement. Oh, I mean, a good shit is a good shit. Always fun. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Jason, we're not going to skip next week. We have guests next week. Oh, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we do. We got to come up with some good topics, bro. Yeah, we're going to have the uh, the guys from the Brigham Young Money podcast. Check it out if you get a chance. We They were kind enough to have us on their show a few weeks ago, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a lot of fun. Um, Cool. Well, as always, please follow us at Eat the Press on Twitter. I'm way more active on Twitter now on our I, Eat the Press. I sent out a tweet from Eat the Press the other day. A tweet. A I single know. A tweet, and I was like, oh, look at you. I texted you. Look at you texted. Uh, tweeting from Yeet the Press. Um, yeah, send us an email. Uh, give us a rating and a good review. Tell a friend. And as always, our theme music, Too Cool, is composed by Kevin McLeod, licensed through Creative Commons. <sighs> he is just completely straight up ignoring us on Twitter. <sighs> also, okay. all those people that voted on Jason's tweet... You're wrong. I'm sorry. You're you're wrong. It's McLeod. Anyway, see you next week, guys. Later.